SCP-1689. Bag of holding potatoes. Object class. Safe. Special containment procedures. SCP-1689 is currently under restricted access in area redacted, medium-sized artifact storage, compartment redacted. SCP-1689 is to be stored tied shut with its mouth facing upwards at all times. Access is limited to level 3 personnel, with the exception of site-cooking staff. Exploratory access to SCP-1689-A requires approval from a level 4 personnel. All expeditions must be documented with the complete manifest of equipment and staff to enter. Enzymatic Compound 13 has been developed to aid in exploration of SCP-1689-A. Proposals to establish a mobile site in SCP-1689-A are currently under review. Description SCP-1689 is a burlap bag of potatoes. In its stable state, SCP-1689 weighs 40 to 50 kilograms and contains approximately 200 common agricultural potatoes. Tubers of Solanum tuberosum. SCP-1689 is made of brown, roughly woven jute. The interior of SCP-1689 is vastly larger than its exterior, and is designated SCP-1689-A. SCP-1689-A is a large extra-dimensional space of undetermined volume, measured to be at least 10,000 cubic meters, but believed to be much greater, completely filled with potatoes. Exploration of SCP-1689-A is largely incomplete due to the high degree of obstruction. For more information, please see Addendum 2, Exploration Log 1689-1. When portions of SCP-1689-A are empty, nearby potatoes experience an abnormal form of growth characterized by tumor-like bulges emerging and eventually splitting into fully-sized independent potatoes. The rate of growth is roughly exponential, with a doubling period of approximately two hours. This effect also applies to normal potatoes introduced to SCP-1689, as well as similar edible tubers or roots, such as yams and sweet potatoes, although none have been found to occur within SCP-1689 naturally. Addendum 1689-1 SCP-1689 was recovered from Chrysovo, a small village of approximately 200 people in northern Siberia. A Russian official reported on the 2nd of June 2000 redacted that Chrysova had made no outside contact in four decades and had no surrounding farmland. The reports were confiscated and investigated by the Foundation, at which point it was discovered that the village had been using SCP-1689 as its sole food source for well over a century. As a result, the villagers were suffering from extreme calcium and iron deficiencies. No one in the village was able to recall how they had come into possession of SCP-1689, only that it had been there since before the Reds, and that it was a gift for working hard. SCP-1689 was subsequently transported to Area Redacted, its current location. Addendum 1689-2 Currently, only one fully equipped expedition into SCP-1689-A has taken place. Authorized personnel may view the mission log of Captain Cameron Wells. Exploration Log 1689-1 Opening Statement Exploratory Mission 1689-1 was scheduled for 8th of August, 2000 redacted, 
with an exploration team of four, led by Captain Cameron Wells. The team was informed of their upcoming assignment on the 2nd of August, 2000 Redacted. For more information, see Document Mission 1689-1, Equipment Manifest. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day, minus six. They told me today that I was going to be leading Frederick, Carlene, and Xander into a sack of potatoes. Okay, apparently it's bigger on the inside, or it's a pocket dimension, or it's a portal or something, to somewhere full of potatoes. At this point, nothing surprises me. Oh, and this is supposed to be an official log, so I'm supposed to call them Agents Merrill, Ozuls, and Peterson, but no one checks these, so I fucking won't. Mission Log, Captain Wells, Day, Minus One. They gave us the rest of our gear and got us ready for tomorrow. The plan is to be in there by noon. Labs produced this really cool liquid for us to use. It's some kind of acid or enzyme that dissolves the potatoes into a starchy paste. It mostly drains away, but then some of it sort of hardens to make this nice tunnel ceiling. It's actually scary how fast it works, and we have to wear skin protection so it doesn't get on us. With spray nozzles, we can carve our way straight into potatoes. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day, zero. It was pleasant to find they had already cleared out a small room on the other side of Skip 1689, made of plywood. It was certainly weird crawling into a bag and coming out into a totally different room, but again, nothing surprises me. We actually didn't see any potatoes right away. Then we opened up the excavation door and, yep, wall of potatoes. Potatoes above, in front, and below. We decided to cut a roughly 2 by 2 meter tunnel straight forward. Compasses don't work here, but there isn't a very good chance of getting lost because we can always find our way back from the radio signal. Mission Log, Captain Wells, Day 1. Excavating slow work. We can clear out about 30 meters an hour. That sounds glacial, but it's 120 cubic meters of potato. And that's a kilometer in two days if we make good effort. And it isn't that hard. Two of us spray and two of us shovel away the goop. Every 100 meters or so, we put up some support beams. Whoever invented this enzyme is a genius. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 2. God, I hate the odor of this stuff. I actually like the smell of potatoes, but because of the enzyme, this place smells like vomit. I'm sick of it already. Fuck. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 5. We accidentally spilled some enzyme on the ground today, and turns out we were only like a meter off this concrete floor. Command's really surprised. This is the first thing other than potatoes they found. Cool. We decided to just start going on the floor. It's not too inconvenient, and it's nice to have solid footing. Mission Log. Captain Wells. Day 8. Did you know that the word spud comes from digging with a spade to make the hole you plant them in. Carlene did, and she made sure we all did too. And then she repeated the word spud to herself all day while we were excavating. <sighs> Mission Log, Captain Wells, Day 9. This is hardly even agent work. Why don't they have D-Class doing this? Mission Log, Captain Wells, Day 11. 
Tomorrow, we're on our own. It's becoming too inefficient to resupply us every few days, so Command's providing us with two months of MREs and tanks of more than enough enzyme to last that long. If we haven't found anything after that, they say, then the mission will be abandoned. Obviously, we'll still have radio contact. Mission Log, Captain Wells, Day 12th. It's nice being alone with the team. At night, it's almost like camping. Yeah, camping in a weird cavern. Made of spuds. Mission Log, Captain Wells, Day 16. Out of the blue, something interesting happened. We found a wall today. It's made of the same material as the floor. The base floor, not the start stuff. Concrete. It runs at an angle 20 degrees to our tunnel's perpendicular. Command told us to follow it, as it's not like there's anything else interesting going on. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 19. So, concrete floor and concrete walls. Today, Frederick got thinking, and sure enough, concrete ceiling. This whole time, it's been about three meters above us. Which means that the whole time we've been inside of a building. A huge building. If we can map it out, we can probably find the exit and discover where in the world this potato hell is. Mission Log. Captain Wells. Day 28. Xander says it potato. What the fuck? How have I not heard him say it until now? It's been four weeks surrounded by potatoes, and he hasn't said the word until now. He's the first person I've met who actually says it like that. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 36. It's been longer since we started following the wall than from the wall to the start. Xander thinks it isn't going anywhere, but Frederick wanted to press on. Command deferred to me and, well, I don't want the last month to have been pointless. We'll go on for another three kilometers, at least. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 38. Today we decided to blow a fucking hole in the wall. Carlene had charges in her pack, God knows why, so why not? The wall isn't going anywhere. We all stood clear and blasted it. It took a long time to clear all the mashed potatoes away, but we sure enough created a three meter hole. Guess what was on the other side? Potatoes. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 39. We started excavating through the hole we made, and it turns out it actually is different outside. It definitely is outside. The ground is dirt and extremely dead grass. That means this thing isn't anywhere on Earth. I guess the building was some kind of gigantic warehouse? We've been hearing these sort of faint rumblings ever since we blew the charges. Xander's starting to go wily about it, but as far as we can tell, nothing's happened. Mission Log Captain Wells, day 43. How high up do these potatoes go? If we're outside, then there's no vertical clearance, so does it go all the way up into the atmosphere? Is this whole universe filled with potatoes? It's so weird thinking we're outside. It doesn't feel any different from being inside the building. It's like we're underground. Well, I guess we are, it's just the ground is made of potatoes. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 44. We found an actual tree. 
A dead one, surrounded by potatoes, but a tree rooted in the ground nonetheless. We had to be careful about it because the enzyme chews it up, but we managed to fully uncover it. Its branches were sort of weird, splitting at these perfect 30 degree angles, but overall it looked pretty normal. The lab had me collect a bark sample. It totally made the outside fact real. What is this place? Mission Log, Captain Wells, Day 48. Xander was worried about the rumbles we've been hearing, so he turned back to look. Turns out about 100 meters of our tunnel is caved in. Command didn't know either. They said they'd start digging us out from the other side and that it was my choice if I wanted to keep excavating. Frederick and Carlene wanted to continue, so continue we do, listening to Xander complain. I didn't sign up for this shit. Yeah, no shit. The Foundation didn't exactly know you were going into the realm of taters when they recruited you. It's not the kind of thing you put in the fine print, just in case. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 51. We keep finding more weird shit. Frederick uncovered this twisted bicycle and got super psyched about it. I knew there had to be humans here before because of the building, but it didn't really occur to me until I saw the bicycle. Jesus. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 55. Fuck. I'm an awful captain. There was another big rumble today. A huge cave-in. We nearly got crushed, but somehow we all managed to take safe refuge under the tree branches. This time, we lost contact with command. We can still detect some faint radio transmissions, but it's too staticky for correspondence. Obviously, I made the call to turn back, but we have no idea how bad it is. It could take weeks to get out. Fuck, I should have turned back. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 62. Frederick told us today that we should have brought an Irishman. I told him he was an asshole. He was chuckling about it all day long. What an absolute prick. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 65. We ran out of food rations today. Xander freaked out and started saying we were going to starve until I told him he was a fucking idiot. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 67. We should have brought a goddamn spice kit. Carlene actually had cooking equipment in her pack, God knows why, so we can prepare the potatoes a couple of different ways. But it's still potatoes. My taste buds are starting to shut down. This is going to take forever. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 68. It's too hard to clear out the original tunnels we made. It'll be quicker to just cut straight to the bag anyways. Tomorrow, I'll tell my team to just start carving a new tunnel. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 69. Fuck. We ran out of enzyme today. Sure, I noticed the supply was dwindling, but it didn't really work to ration it, so we just kept using it like normal, and now we're out. Okay, so the good news is that we were inside the building when it happened. That means we can shovel our way out as there is a ceiling. It's five meters from top to bottom, and I can't imagine we could make a tunnel any narrower than a meter and a half. That's going to be slow, but we should get there. The real digging problem is space. 
where are we going to dump the potatoes? The best we can do is about five meters behind us, so we have a little bubble of space that we sort of move through the building. This is going to take a long time, but I'm honestly not sure what we'll run out of first. Food is covered, and they've actually got enough water in them. The oxygen is starting to get stale, though. I don't know how much is able to fit in the cracks between the potatoes. I don't even know what to do for morale. I've told everyone that command is probably digging from the other side and is going to find us, but they're all depressed. This was supposed to be a 65-day mission. Max. Frederick made a joke about the word tuber. I don't remember exactly what. It was stupid anyways. Mission log, Captain Wells. Day 70. Maybe it's because we were just melting them, but there's something none of us noticed before. The potatoes are real ugly looking. They've got these bulges which sort of wiggle and grow slowly. Absolutely disgusting and they're our only meal. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 71. I hate the smell of potatoes. I'd have the vomit back just for the smell. Fuck. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 72. It's fucking smaller. Our bubble of space is smaller and it's because of more fucking potatoes. Our area wasn't precisely dimensioned or anything, but Carlene was the first to mention it when we woke up and suddenly it's obvious to everyone. The whole area has shrunk a good 10 cubic meters. What the fuck? Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 73. I was paying attention today. Those ugly bulges, they actually get big fast. And when they get to be the size of a potato, they split off. That's where all the potatoes are coming from. Our area got even smaller today. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 74. We're running out of space and time. There's barely enough room to work anymore. We're knocking elbows and shoulders while we shovel. Fucking taters. Fucking spuds, fucking yams, fucking tubers, fucking roots. I swear, they'll kill me while I'm sleeping and I'll have a potato fucking stuffed down my throat. Mission Log, Captain Wells. Day 75. All day long, Xander Winding shut the fuck up. I hate the dark too. We all hate the dark and the yellow lamps and the brown potatoes and the tasteless food. We all hate it, okay? Okay? It's not like I can yell at the team. I keep them all going. I'm the captain. Captain Wells, potato commander. I keep it together, and I vent it all in these fucking logs. Mission log. Captain Wells. Day 76. I can't breathe. I can't fucking breathe and there's no room to shovel. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Mission log. Captain Wells. Day 78. I feel like I'm breathing inside someone else's lungs who's already exhaled so there's nothing but carbon dioxide. No one can even speak while we're working. We're dead within the week. Death by potatoes. Concluding Statement On November 3rd, 2000 Redacted, Mission Captain Wells and Agents Ozuls, Merrill, and Peterson connected with the secondary excavation team. Although they were suffering from oxygen deficiency and a deteriorated mental state, all team members fully recovered within three weeks. Captain Wells declined to write a post-mission summary.
Thank you for listening to SCP-1689, Bag of Holding Potatoes, and its accompanying exploration log, 1689-1, both written by Llama-66613. If you enjoyed this SCP, please like and subscribe, and follow the link in the description to the SCP Wiki, and vote it up to support it and the SCP Wiki as a whole.